Welcome to this three-minute trend talk for Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. I'm Mark Scheffler, CEO and founder of Appleton Group. Well, in case you're in a hurry, here are three things you need to know right now. First, markets stumbled during the early going in September, which isn't surprising to us because seasonal weakness during the month is common and our neutral posture reflects a suitable, cautious outlook right now. Second, like so many homeowners in the city of Appleton and elsewhere, the sharp uptick in home prices has finally hit tax assessments, with higher valuations of 20 to 30% seeming to be common. Third, a very possible United Auto Workers strike is a reflection of the current inflationary spiral we're in. The union is asking for a reduction in hours worked, improved benefits, and a 40% wage hike over the next four years. That's consistent with wage hikes that workers in general saw in the 1970s. Okay, let's jump right in. Three minutes starts now. Of all the months to invest, September is historically one of the worst. I personally don't put any faith in a statistic like that, though, and it certainly doesn't factor into our current neutral posture. But I find it interesting that over the past few weeks, our models have shifted from at or nearly fully invested to only 60% invested in growth assets right now. I sound like a broken record, but it's still all about interest rates, which continue to trend higher. Higher rates are supposed to cause nearly all asset prices to decline, including bonds, stocks, commodities, and real estate. But oil has been stubbornly firm, home prices have held up a lot better than expected, and the equity markets put in a solid first half of the year. It just feels like everything the Fed has done hasn't had enough of an effect yet. Second, speaking of home prices, the city of Appleton just mailed out their 2023 reassessments, and the new home valuations are eye-popping. In my circle of friends, we're seeing 20 to 30% increases being common, and there's a genuine concern for what that'll mean for the year-end property tax increases. More on that in coming episodes, to be sure. Inflation is still here. Utility costs jumped both last year and again this year. Gas prices are stubbornly high, and now the recent home reassessments simply reinforce in consumers' minds that inflation is still real and that it's better to buy stuff now because it's likely to be more expensive down the road. The Fed calls it consumer expectations, and they definitely want to see those expectations moderate to a 2 to 2.5% range. Expectations are still coming in ahead of that figure, though, and the recent increases in home prices and energy costs really won't help. Third, and this too is related to inflation expectations, the United Auto Workers are serious about a walkout within the next few weeks if their demands for higher wages and shorter work weeks aren't met. The UAW is asking for a 40% raise in wages over the next four years, which averages around 8.7% per year. I'm not going to argue for even a moment that they don't deserve to be paid more. Wages have to keep up ahead of inflation. But fixing a nearly 9% wage hike over the long term will cause car prices to go up, and that will cause consumer expectations on inflation to also stay high for years. It's the same with utility rates. And while that may be good for workers, it's not good for a system that's trying to moderate inflation expectations. In my mind, there's never been a better time for flexible investment strategies like ours that are nimble and can adjust automatically as conditions change over the next several years and beyond. Okay, that's it for today. I believe with all my heart that we're still in an extraordinary times and will require a lot of flexibility and a lot of care. We're ready, and we're so glad you're here. Until next time, I'm Mark Scheffler, helping you spend as much time as possible on the right side of the market.